You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Listen to more Magrito Podcast Network shows over at magrito.net. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. The Magrito Podcast Network. Three, two, uno. Boom! What is up, Mind Buzz Universe? <laughs> Woo! Gets me every time. I'm still gonna go for that because I'm here for the booze, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here for the booze. Boo. Amber made me wear a collared T-shirt. I don't. Th- in all of the three years that we've have been doing this podcast, I've never wore a collared shirt before until today. You're so professional, you're wa- professional on the top. So. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it looks it looks good on you, man. Thank you, appreciate it. That's God speaking, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, welcome back. We didn't have a podcast episode last week, uh, so we're gonna hit it strong. We had a great, great. Should we even go over like the the past two weeks, or should we just get right into it? I forgot what happened in the past. Uh, two weeks. So do I. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All that matters is right now, this moment, and then the future. So without further ado, it's going to be Amber with the My Grito Weekly. Yeah. All right. So this week, the Rundown Creeps will be performing this Sunday at Punk in the Park alongside bands such as Pennywise, Descendants, Circle Jerks, Goldfinger, and much more. So us here at the My Grito family are super excited and very proud of Richard, Stephen, and Alan from the Rundown Creeps. Uh, It's a really big deal so yeah so we hope to see everyone it's a pretty out there. big deal ladies and yeah, gentlemen it is so congratulations guys um also if you haven't listened to the new song called space time continuum from professor galactico um i would suggest that as soon as this episode is done you go over there and you give it a listen don't do it right now do it after don't the do podcast it now. don't pause it right now and go really guys <laughs> <laughs> do it do it after do it when it's done um, <laughs> but yeah we we have some really really great announcements um coming up in the next couple of weeks from my grito and uh, so just listen in so that you can be updated and go give them a follow go give our family a follow so they're called my grito and go give them a follow and go check out all the really cool bands um that are part of the label all the and- links to oh no, that was it. Oh, okay. <laughs> all the all the links to uh, what Amber just talked about will be down in the show description if you're listening to Spotify or on YouTube. Go down to the podcast description and give my grito a follow. And if you're not following the Mind Buzz on Instagram, do that before you follow my grito. That's it. That's all I got to say. All right. Uh, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and introduce our guests for this evening. Amber, can you introduce them? Because I am very, I'm Spanish challenged. I have figured that out in the past four years that we have dated and I know nothing. So yeah. go ahead and can you do that for me, yeah, please? Yeah, of course. So we have Héroes del Sol here with us. Yeah. And then switch the camera to them. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks, Gil, for having us. Um, 
appreciate this uh, very much. And uh, all your follow, you know, please tune in to Gil. Give all the support. Héroes de Sol. There you go. All right. I got it? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. Go. Sounds good. So uh, just go down from right to left. Uh, just uh, say your name and what you do for the band. Okay. My name is Carlos Loza. I play the guitars and I'm the vocalist and I do most of the writing. My name is Albert Noriega. I'm uh, Cousins Carlos. I play the bass and uh, make the band look better on stage. Oh, okay. Uh, my name is Guillermo Mota. I'm also a cousin and I'm the drummer. Sweet, guys. So how long have you guys been playing for? Uh, roughly, we've been playing kind of well, on and off. I would say like maybe 10 years, probably even longer. Yeah. Whoa. 10 years is a long time to do anything. But uh, different projects. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, but this new project that we got going on, uh, roughly like since 2021 or 20. 21. Somewhere. Somewhere yeah. yeah. So you've been playing over 10 years, but Eros del Sol. You're good. Yeah. Del Sol. It. It, it, so it's about uh, about a year or so? About like two, almost About two, two years? years. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And you guys just played in La Mas Festival. Yeah. How did that oh, go? Festival. Yeah. It was great. Awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, it was I mean, we had a great time. Uh, shout outs to Janelle. Um, two Souls as well, too. And Obsidian Rise Record. Uh, Paul. Um, everybody was great, man. We had a great time out there. It was, it was good to uh, give back to the community, you know, and see people have fun, enjoy themselves, and. We had a blast. Paul's such a great guy. Yeah. He is really cool. So he, he actually sent me your guys's, uh, your guys's profile on Instagram, checked you guys out. I was like, why not? Anybody that he sends me over, we take a look and let's have him on the podcast for sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. of and course. We look, we look out for each other. And so, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a little family that we have right now at the moment and, you know, we're just, you know, trying to, you know, do something with it. Yeah, that's super important, especially when we're all independent artists, uh, all trying to create something. And when we do it together, it becomes uh, like we all win. If one person wins, we all win. Exactly. How So how important is like the community to you guys and, and the band? Well, I mean, it's extremely uh, important to us. I mean... We want to give back to the community. I mean, for them to, uh, you know, understand and see that, you know what, there might be kids out there that, hey, they maybe one day want to, you know, be musicians, you know? And if you tap into that and have a little piece of it to do with it, then that's awesome. Yeah, especially, yeah, especially now. Well, I, I guess now is a very good time for creators because it's so accessible now. Like, how right. accessible is podcast equipment compared to, like, 10 years ago? Oh, yeah. It was unheard of. Like, nobody was doing podcasts. Nobody would. Yeah, they, there was instruments and, and all that. But even recording, like, now you can record from your phone. Like, with musicians, there's so many different apps, right? Like It's uh, so much easier. It's so much easier now. Yeah, the accessibility is freaking crazy right now. I remember in the past, um, let, let, let's just say maybe 
10, 15 years back. I mean, we didn't have that opportunity and nobody really wanted to show you. You know, you just, if you had the passion, you were going to learn it yeah. on your own. Yeah, you're going to find out and a you way. You were going to poke at it until you right. broke your head. You even downloaded a cracked version of Pro Tools. Yeah. And I remember the first time I actually was able to break through that. And to be able to use it, I just couldn't, I couldn't believe it that I was able to, you know, get this software for free. Hopefully I don't get in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, hey, it. I mean, to me, that opened the doors. I remember the first time that I actually got Pro Tools and I did, I had no clue how to use it because back then I didn't really remember the, well, I didn't really know the concept of like Googling it and I'm pretty sure Googling it or YouTubing it back then, I don't think that there was any tutorials. I don't think they had any tutorials on it. Yeah. And this, and I'm saying this is about 10 to 12 years ago, I want to say. And you were breaking your head just to try to figure yeah. it out. But I mean, what but what I did, I bought it, I had the program, I took the program, the software, and my laptop, I took it to the, the music store, mm. and I was asking the guy, hey, like, I don't know how to use this, can you help me out? So yeah. he, I was literally in the music store for about like two hours, and this guy was setting it all up for me. He was showing me, he was giving me a tutorial. Well, wow, that's awesome because yeah. you don't find that many people that will actually do that for you. No, he he looked pretty uh, irritated. Oh yeah, by the two hours. Okay, yeah, what nationality was he? Uh, I think he was an older European gentleman. Yeah, I know it was a no Mexican <laughs> person because uh, yeah, they're the last ones to show you. You're like, come on, just show me, bro. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. You're on your own. Like, oh, come on. Yeah, bro. stop it, man. Yeah, gatekeepers everywhere. And then it's like, dude, like if you show me, then you know, hey, it's a good thing for all of us. You yeah. Know? Uh, maybe even one day to the point to where, like, if you're trying to run a a studio and uh, you're trying to, you know, uh, make business and all that, what more better to teach someone just in case if you need, you can't make it, you always have a backup. Right. There's a backup to a backup is always good to have. Do you think that, I know they can't hear me, but do you think that, um, like that, like what you're saying, like Mexican, right, or like a Latino wouldn't show you? Um, do you think that that's like kind of like old time mentality of just it was all for I, you and not for everyone? And do you think that we're at that point going, at that moment moving towards not gatekeeping within like Latinos? Or yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Um, I I know this. I know this much. I'm trying to break that cycle myself to where people need help, and I see it all the time. It's like if I know. All for my my services. Yeah. And I'll be like, hey, you know, let me help you. And some people will say yes, and some people will be like, I got it. I don't need your help. So, you know, you, you, you offer, and you try to break that cycle. But I guess some people are stuck in that old mentality way of, I don't need your help. Carlos, have I you always this. been like that? Or is it just something that you've stumbled across and decided you know what I've, i'm done gatekeeping i'm gonna teach the next no, I, generation i've always been this yeah? way like, okay i've always tried like well this gentleman right here next to me like he used to come to my practices and we would let him get on the instruments they didn't know what they were doing and a lot of people won't do that because hey they're gonna fuck my bass up or excuse me no, excuse my life i'll go for it yeah. so 
you know, some people are going to be like, I don't want to mess up my drums or, or they're going to mess my drum, my bass guitar or, or anything. But we were always kind of like, yeah, go ahead, man. Get on it. You know, I was, you know, proud to see the next generation kind of sort of, you know, um, go at it. Yeah. And to know that, you know, what I had a little bit to do with that. I mean, maybe it wasn't a great part of it, but they were inspired by it. And I gave them an opportunity to just get on the on the instruments. And that was about 20-something years ago. So, you know, here we are together, you know, sharing this moment with, with Gil and his fans out there and uh, my cousin and cousin here to the right playing shows for, um, you know, for the public, for the for the people out there that want to listen and come out to shows and support that. If it's a few people, you know, those, those are the ones that we appreciate even more. And uh, the communities themselves, you know, if it wasn't for them and the people there, you know, we wouldn't have, you know, ears to listen to this, to our stuff, you know, to... Um The Mind Buzz is powered by Mind Buzz Media. Mind Buzz Media is an on-site video and audio podcast production company. Have you ever thought about starting your own video and audio podcast? Or do you have an existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Mind Buzz Media brings a professional podcast studio to you. Visit mindbuzz.org for more. Well, I mean, I, I honestly feel that, you know what, we need to break that cycle. We need to get away from that. And a lot of people, you know, they need to start seeing that, you know, and the sooner the better. That way we can right. all rise up together, you know, instead of just one person. And then it's, that's not going to work for us. Yeah. We need you. We need to stay united. Strength in numbers. You know what? I discovered not too long ago when you when you when you share information right to say it's i don't know just pick a subject right and you you have this great information on how to advance in this certain subject this certain project right i feel that when you share what you know your knowledge with with a group then it advances not only you, but the group as well. But also what I like is it it sets a challenge because say your 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 knowledge or your level of expertise is here and you bring your group up again, it there becomes a challenge because now you guys are on the same level, right? right. You guys are on the same playing field. I think that People don't want to share that because they always want to be right here and they want everybody down but here. It's the old way. It's exactly the, the traditional way of being. Right. That's like jealousy and envious, you know? Exactly. So when you bring the entire group up to this level, it becomes challenging because you're no longer above anybody else. What I like is when you bring up everybody to your same level it's a challenge for you to keep reaching up and it challenges everybody else to keep rising up well i look at it like like that and at the same time i look at it like well not all of us are good at everything you know what i mean right so what i don't know you may know exactly and you can teach me that and what you don't know i can teach you that so guess what we become stronger we become better knowledge at what we're trying to accomplish 
So, uh, I mean, I honestly feel like, hey, if there's something that I don't know and I reach out or say, hey, how are you doing this? Because yeah. I'm having some trouble here. You know, I can do all this other stuff, but I'm having difficulties in this mm -hmm. in this section of it. Um, I think that's how we're going to get better. Right. So by helping each other. What are your weaknesses? Because wherever you, you're, you're having those weaknesses at, maybe I can make, make, make a difference for you. I have a weakness choosing clothes. Hey. I have a weakness choosing shirts that Amber help, helps me at that. So I, I'm T-shirt challenged. Yeah, Albert, can Albert can help you with that. <laughs> yeah. He's really good at that. Uh, we'll talk after. There we go. Yeah. yeah. But you got a good shirt on right now. Show me your. Seasonal. Oh, yeah. There you like go. What you have on right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, looking, it, it's going with. Yeah. It's going with the uh, theme, right? The yeah, ho Halloween's Halloween. tomorrow. Right. So, you know, yeah, good. you're good. Perfect, dude. Seasonal. We got to remember it's yeah, seasonal. Yeah. Dave, two months ago wasn't. And then you're going to want to put that away, too. Yeah. You know, After you October. Know, like, tomorrow's your last day to use it, bro. Easter. Yeah, you yeah, can't you use it for. That one out. Yeah, you oh, can't I put it. Funny one oh, you do? <laughs> I am excited to not wear that. We can't wait to see it. <laughs> but, um, I mean, that's, that's the old mentality, right? I mean, it's. By that thought frame saying, I don't know how to do X. Right. That is some of, that takes vulnerability, Correct. which most people don't want to do because they're saying, I don't know how to do something. Well, not only that, but some people have the mentality of, I know everything. When right. they don't. Yeah. You know, how, they, don't want to, they don't want to admit it. How can you know everything? And you're trying to help. You're trying to help them by, because you see, you see the problem. Hey, you need help right here. Mm -hmm. Let me help you. And they just don't want the, they don't want your help. Yeah. And it's 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 unbelievable on how we're still trying to function that way. And we need to like wake up and try to, you know, be better and try to help each other out to become better. Yeah. How are we gonna do it? What's the first step? What if if you have this magic wand and and you can correct all this, what would be the first step to do? Humble yourself. Yeah. Be humble. Humble everybody. Yeah. Just humble everybody. And I think by humbling people, yeah. then, you know, they're open to anything. Like, if I'm humble, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to give you the respect of listening to you. Right. Because you're trying to help me. And I see it. And so then I'm going to let myself, you know, get educated. I think, I think the number one rule is respect first. Even yeah. as a leader, you have to respect True. the ones below you so that way they can learn. And we, we hold each other on an even platform. I've always done that with around around different musicians. I've been around different musicians about 20 years. So I've always held everybody at an even platform. Yeah. Being yeah. Everybody evenly in the band. I, I think that's why our band kind of works out because we respect each other. We don't, you know, I joke around here and there, but um, we have a level of respect for each other. And and that's that's why I think our, what we're doing is working. And it's I think it's a little bit harder too because you guys are family, right? Well, yeah, we're all family, so we've been around since we were born. But, I mean, right. I've known this guy too since mm -hmm. he was coming around family parties mm -hmm. on his side to when I was nine, ten years old, you know. So I So you guys are related and you're not. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well he, we're all I'm the one that we all connect. Oh, okay. So through my dad's side and my mom's side. So mm. 
Guillermo's through my dad's side and oh. Albert's to my mom's side. Oh, okay. So we're gotcha. all connected. Oh, you know? We're all family. We're all family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're all cousins, you know? Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's it, pretty cool. It, it does it. I never, it, it just dawned on me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Never really thought about the cousin part, but mm-hmm. now I'm kind of mentioning it. That That is kind of, that is really cool, actually. Yeah. That's cool. Right? <laughs> I don't even know how to do I wish you could play an instrument. Well, you're not a gossip. No, you're, yeah. Hey, that's an instrument. You're using the instrument of your mouth to create cheese, man. There and that's go. fine. Yeah, that can be a talent, too. That could be, yeah. And yeah, not everybody can do that. No, yeah. Everybody can do what you do here. Yeah. Podcast, so. Uh, every, every, just Google how to do a podcast and, and keep working at it and... You know, you over time. Personality and what you do, is well, you got to have, first of all, you got to have the shirt that you got on. If yeah. not, you cannot <laughs> it's gonna be the... try to do podcasts without that shirt. <laughs> I would I would, that, that would say that would be the first rule. Yeah. After Halloween, have. this shirt is going to be on sale on mindbuzz.org. <laughs> I think you'll get a lot of money for it, too. <laughs> You're going to get paid a lot of money, bro. You autograph it? Yeah. Born on MB195, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This is going to be on sale, mindbuzz.org. Check it out. And you got to you gotta sign it. And we're going to sign it. I'm not, I won't even wash it. I, I will if spare you, you guys it, that. It's not worth anything because they're not going to believe that, that you wore it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, but, might, you might start seeing bootleg versions. Of oh, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why you need to put your signature uh-huh. on one of those ghosts. Like, yeah. I see there yeah. you go. They're going to sell it at the yeah. Paramount Swap Meet, Amber is saying. And you know you can get a lot of money. At Paramount Swap Meet, you can sell anything <laughs> yeah, out there, bro. Nike's there, there with the slash. wasn't yeah. the right way. But they got me then. See? So that's why like, you hey, got to sign it. you open it. the box till you get home. And I opened it. And I was like, wait, why is the dash backwards? It's backwards. Yeah. It's not a swoosh. It's a swish. Yeah. So those goals <laughs> you are, get on wish. Yeah, those goals are going to be backwards, bro. Yeah. It's a bootleg. Something like yeah. that. But, uh, but <laughs> I mean, you got to, I mean, nowadays, I mean, you, you got to be careful, man, what you get. You, you don't know if you're getting the legit stuff or is it a bootleg? Has that ever happened to you buying a instrument? No. No? Do but you know it, what to look out for? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. I've been in, in this industry for a while, so uh-huh. I know exactly what to look for. I worked at... At Guitar Center, uh, the the DC out in Rialto mm, for a okay. couple of years, and uh, I got to learn a lot of stuff there. Really? Yep. Dang, that's cool. How long did you work there? Um, about a couple of years ago, maybe like what, like four years ago. Mm-hmm. And we were there for a while, actually. Oh, dang! And uh, yeah, we got to see a lot of cool toys. Yep. And then for lunch breaks or our fifteen minute breaks, we used to jam. Really? Yeah. What the heck? They had yeah. uh, instruments just yeah, hanging we had a little right there? jam area. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. So like during lunchtime, we would like work on 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 stuff. Like uh, we were just kind of sort of uh, working our chops up. Yeah. Wait, you that guys was... are all working together? Well, no, no, just no, no, me no, no, and Guillermo. If we're gonna plug in our jobs, I work at Niagara Bottling. <laughs> Shout out to Niagara Bottling. Drink more water, please. Yeah. Shout out to uh, it is healthy uh, innovation. Water plug. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, I might as well throw my plug too. Uh, Yokohama tires. If, yeah. If you ever need good tires, Yokohama tires, bro. They're really good. Right. I recommend them. <laughs> I ran over something and my tires are still good. Yeah, I, just, I ran over that uh, railroad. That was tough. 
Oh, which one? And like they were going like really slow, and I tried to go a little bit fast, and it felt like I hit like oh. like something hard on, on my tires. I was like, it was "Oh wow, yeah." Have you guys experienced that on that railroad? Cross which one? Right here, where you exit off. The, what was that road? You exit? Uh, oh, over here by oh, uh, reservoir. Tracks. Yeah, the railroad tracks. Train tracks? Yeah, they're oh, they're yeah, pretty yeah, rough yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's over there by. Uh, the Jack in the Box. And I must the, have been like speeding like, it, bro. Like, Mirandas or something yeah, like that. I was that. going like 25, but it's still like, <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> Dang, you must have been going real slow. Yeah. To catch yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. You didn't have a cool shirt like Gil. That's yeah. why. So there you we go. Gil shirt, would've, I would have just floated right now. You would have just flew, yeah. float floated <laughs> over those train tracks, bro. <laughs> you would have ghosted yep. the yeah. train tracks. Yeah. Yep. True, true that. My uh, fly T-shirt is is making a comeback, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I appreciate it. But um, back to the music. Let's take it back to the music. Um, so you guys say you guys play in the Inland Empire. What's the what's the biggest venue that you've guys uh, played at? Um, as a group. As a group. Yeah. Um, let me see. Well, I wouldn't say the biggest. Maybe like uh, the coolest one. I would yeah, say probably the coolest. the coolest. Let's one. go with the um, coolest. What was it down he- out here in Pomona? The DBA. The DBA. Yeah. The DBA club How is that place? Can you pull it up? I'm really cool. to see it. Yeah. It's That's really a pretty cool small, spot. Tight. I have a friend that it's a bar, but mm-hmm. it's it's like the vibe there is awesome. Yeah, it's a cool yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. They have the wine DBA there. like that. DBA Pomona. Yeah. DBA in Pomona, yeah, DBA it's club. It's kind of a lounge because they had the wine selections. Oh, yeah. and really? They, and they got and a bar more, there. It was more of that. Like, but they had a bar, a full bar going, remember? They have, do they have like a nice stage oh, yeah. area? Yeah. We it was, it's a lifted stage or is it? Yeah, um, yeah it's, 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 it's a, that's a lifted stage. Oh, that's it's, cool. Oh, that's cool. Two feet off it's ground. not like, like that. One, one it, it looks feet. kind of small, but when you're there, it actually like. It know, looks really cool. I like I like that. It's a cool spot. It's just down the street too. We yeah. need to check it out, Amber. Yeah, so it's a cool spot. We played there um, play with uh, Quetzalco, actually, um, mm. and uh, yeah, we 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 loved it there, man. And people loved it there as well too. The when we played there, we had we had a great crowd response. Like the the response of the crowd mm-hmm. was great. And we didn't know these people. It's so, just like out of nowhere, all these people started coming and started dancing. Really? So it's just it's. It's all to me. Like, I, don't get me wrong. I like playing outdoor events; mm-hmm. they're cool. But playing like indoors to me and at night, it just as a musician, you thrive off. You thrive off of it. Yeah, you know? because the I mean, it's, it's pre- a night scene. Night scene. People are right there in front of you. You can feel the they're energy. Drink, they're drinking. They're having yeah. a good time. They're singing along your songs. They're dancing. So it's just. Oh, different vibe. Yeah. You know, and then when you do festivals or it's just like everybody's, you know, a little shy, you know, or they all, want to go and dance. They're in their but, own world. That's why. Yeah. Well, not kinda, only that, it's but it's daylight and people get shy. Yeah. Uh, how many people, like how many times have you wanted to get up there and go dance, but you're like, oh man, no one's up there, man. Yeah. I don't want to be the first one. Yeah, that's true. I never really yeah. thought about that. But once you see one, two, three, then you have the courage to go up there. And so that's that's what I see with outdoor events. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a 
big old festival where like people were already out and about. Like, for example, we played at Tacolandia, right? Mm -hmm. So this spot in Tacolandia, it's a like a outdoor swap meet. And we played in the front. It was a lot of people. So it was cool. It was fun. That one was another fun show to, to play at mm -hmm. because the people were already there. And so once you start playing, people stop and they're like, ooh. And next thing you know, you're just, you got a big old crowd right there just hanging out, watching you. Do you find that your type of music is, um, like it, it resonates with, uh, with anybody? Like before you answer that, tell me about your music. Like how would you describe your guys' music? Um, well, I would say it's got like that kind of rock in Espanol, but alternative vibe. Okay. So kind I, of, you know, there. I, I watched one of your guys' uh, videos on, that you have on YouTube on your on your um, website. Right. Pretty I cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Pretty man. cool vibe. I like and, it. And we just kind of did it ourselves. The, cinema, the cinematography on that is, it was really good. Yeah, thank, thank you. you, man. Yeah, who did that? Was it you? You? Well, I put a, it together. Collection yeah, yeah. of all of you guys. Yeah. Well, we all chip yeah, we in. All did our parts, right? Mm -hmm. And then the in-between parts and the editing, I I worked on it. In, we in had another studio, gentleman yeah, that was working it. on it, mm -hmm. uh, but I was not happy with his version. And so, if I was to show you that version, which you'll never probably see it, never. <laughs> it's hard right it's hard to like no yeah. this is, i'm not going to release this, this yeah is, this is of like, course if it's something that doesn't fit your your vision of how you want something to look then why why do it right yeah yeah, yeah it, it was just not it was like it was bad really yeah like so <laughs> at least for me it was yeah and so i was like there's no way i can uh, did you guys did i show it to you guys the the original yeah, 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 yeah. and so like comical comical yeah in a sense like it almost like looked like like one of the girls like the background seemed like they were dancing at in downtown la <laughs> did you have to redo all the shots <laughs> yeah you had like to redo the, all the shots well not all the shots oh, okay. but but i'm gonna say like maybe 50 percent of it mm, dang well that's still like, a lot 50 percent of it i was not happy yeah. with it i had it like no I'm not doing this. We're not going to release this like that. No way. How difficult was it for you to tell him that we're not going to use this stuff, dude? I just was honest with him. Yeah? And I told him I'm not happy with it. And I'm going to take it from here. And thank you very much for your services. Mm -hmm. I paid you for it. So we're good. So he still got paid, you know? Um, yeah. Because I, I still believe, you know, like, hey, he did his part. Maybe... Of course. It wasn't to my tasting. And he kind of just, instead of kind of saying like, well, what did I do wrong? Can I fix it? Or it was nothing like that. It was more like, well, whatever you want me to do, I'm going to charge you more. And so I'm like, I'm going to charge you for my services. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, thank you very much. That's cool. You know, I'll take it from here. Yeah. And then right then and there, I had to learn another software. And. You know, I think from Adobe. <laughs> yeah, from from those points, that's when you start learning different, different softwares, different types of uh, techniques when it comes to different artist stuff. Yeah, I think that um, yeah, YouTube 
YouTube came in, and well, for me, I, oh yeah, I just went into YouTube, and I, I just, I need to do this. You can find everything. You can know how to do everything. It's on yeah. all, all on YouTube now. Yeah. It is like 10, 15 years ago. There wasn't that many uh, tutorials yeah, I, on there. I probably would have still been working on it if, probably. Uh, you know, if YouTube did, uh, you didn't have uh, tutorials like that. Yeah, I'd probably still editing that <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be sitting here talking about the I video i've never saw that shirt yeah and i would have been like damn <laughs> yeah. but here He's we like, are that's a no i'm taking off i know shirt. i'm taking it off <laughs> <laughs> going topless ladies and gentlemen for the remainder of this i'm just trying to podcast. promote that shirt because i know you said you're gonna you're gonna put it there we up. go yeah let me, yeah let me check amazon so. real quick mindbuzz.org yeah. yeah, it will be on sale. You gotta put your autograph on there. I got, I got to they're it. gonna bootleg this. Gotcha. Then people are gonna start to sell the fake one, and it's not gonna be good. We're gonna go to Paramount Swamp Meet, and there's gonna be a shitload of those shirts for sale with your name on it. They're gonna have uh, Ray Ban glasses that are gonna be fake. They're gonna have bald caps. I'm gonna become a. Halloween costume next uh, by Halloween, next year. A Halloween character, so uh, yeah. you better watch yeah. out next and with, year. And with bro. headphones too. Yeah, comes doesn't come with headphones and podcasting gear, ladies and gentlemen. Deal, Deal with two L's though. Yeah, two L's. Yeah. Uh, if it has one, that's a fake one. <laughs> Dang, there we go. That's how you can that's tell. How know. That's Blue how you. Yeah. That's how you tell. Gonna They're gonna try to save some money by putting one L. Yeah, and that's how you know that that was a fake one. Damn, Paramount Swamp me. Yeah, man. They got <laughs> everything out there, bro. Yeah, they got everything. Every Tuesday, right? What's well, every day, but Tuesday. How do you run like a, a swap meet every day? I feel yeah, like that. It's been going for, on for years. Jeez. Like, who goes to the Shoot. swap meet anymore? Yeah, I used to go lot. over there after Fun. school and make money. <laughs> I remember it used to be like a Sunday tradition with our family. Shout out to those swap meet yeah. goers, though. Hey. <laughs> If yeah. we need a wrench or like a five millimeter Allen, yeah. like it's, you go to the Swami and you pick one up. That's true. Yeah. Am I the only one in the might room that, that goes yeah, to the Santa Fe swap meet? Yeah, I used to go there a lot. So, yeah. Santa Fe, that's where, because well, I, I grew up in Whittier, so we used to go to Santa Fe swap meet all the time. Never been. No, it's really cool. Yeah, live bands, maybe we'll play yeah. Yeah, Live they bands. Do. They do have live bands there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. But back to the deep. Oh, you took it down. I was going to say the DBA. Uh, we have friends of the podcast that I think they just. Uh, we might have a picture of us. And yeah. The DBA too on our website. They just got like a residency yeah, sure. there for like the month of November. Um, Damien's band. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a really cool uh, little place, man. I, I I would love to play there again. Actually, I mean. You know, because it's just environment there, and mm-hmm. like every they, dude, you can bar hop it there, so people go in and out from it. You know, so it's like you very intimate. Yeah, you get to see people, and and they come in and and to see them not leave and actually come in and start grooving to your music. Yeah, yeah. dude, that's that's awesome. What about like when we played a, a cover from The Cure? That was like, oh yeah, dude. Fun. Oh I think really? The, I think yeah. the I think the crowd was singing the song. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, the crowd was singing and dancing to it, so it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool spot. I'm not P- gonna lie. Pomona has such a good. They have potential to create something so good. I haven't been there, and it's been a couple of years, but I feel that 
they're maybe it's happening now and i don't know what the hell i'm talking about but they, they got a bunch of it little looks good spots out there it classic, looks cool the classic spots mm-hmm. glass Glasshouse, house venues. fox and then these other the flyway like the um, tiki hut or tiki the, is, is that still there no it's it's changes but the places are still there but these you know these new places come in they you know modern type of vibe but you know they it, yeah they get renovated. They hold up. Yeah, they yeah. renovate. They they adjusted the times because times are different from yeah. fifteen years ago till now. Where, you know, the Fox Theater and all these places that've been around for ages, these new places come in and still, you know, add a, a new touch to these older uh, plazas like that. They have this thing called the uh, the basement, and it's literally in in a basement, and that's where they have uh, Club Rocket, right. Uh, down in the it's really cool like it's a really cool spot i think it's right there underneath uh what is it uh tacos it's under it's near it's not underneath the the taco place but uh well you told me what the tacos kind of tacos i'm like dude uh, where's the spot man we gotta play there and the chef wears like a like a santo mask it's really cool uh what is it look look up um Luchador tacos. tacos or something like that. Who's this it's right next to the DVA. Yeah, it's right. It's, oh, okay. It's right Pomona. Da- in downtown Pomona. Yeah, downtown. Yeah. It's really Amber. We we've been there. Yeah, but remember they moved. They moved just around the corner from uh, the Fox Theater. I've only been to the Fox Theater like one time. Oh, what is it called? I don't know, but those tacos look good, bro. Luchador. Urban Taquera. Taqueria. Is it that one? Yeah, that, that, that's it. Dang. Time that they close. I'm getting hungry. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's also a brewery down the down the street. But uh, yeah, downtown Pomona has such a good vibe. Um, I was just telling Amber the other day, I was like, dang, we need a... We need a cruise by there to see what's going on because the Fox Theater is there. Uh, the Fox Theater is a great venue. I haven't been to the Fox Theater and I think what Chicano Batman played and right. uh, 2016, 17 for New Year's Day. That was cool. Nice. Yeah. But um, what do you guys, are you guys working on a full length album? Uh, we're uh, in the, working we're out actually... the singles. In the process of that at the moment, we are about to start, actually. We just got off uh, finishing up, um, actually playing our last gig for the year. And we just kind of want to now focus on uh, working with the next the next album, which is going to be in English. So we want to kind of sort of switch it up. And um, even to where we're looking to the point to where like the third album is going to be half Spanish and half English. Okay. So there's a few things in work. Also, like we got some video, like some more videos that we're gonna work on. So I mean, I know that the the one that we released um, that was pretty fun, and we do have some other ones that we have lined up that we're about to work on as well too. Since you know we kind of sort of are taking a pause. I mean, I'm still open to you know gigs, but I do have to kind of cut it to where I need to work on the next album. Right. So we've released a couple of singles. Um, 
but we still got we still got to get into the studio and start working on this upcoming album that hopefully next year we'll release it around this time does it uh does it take like uh like how is it uh i'm trying to figure it out like playing gigs during this time like from after we're we're already in november right now right november and december how how is uh booking gigs during that time is I mean, it we pretty can, difficult or yeah, we can book gigs yeah um i'm just saying in general like in the music industry say me and amber have a band like yeah. and we're new and this is our first november and december season is it hard well it's not hard i mean we get invited to like for example uh you know events that are happening mm-hmm. in december and also in november as well too but there's a there there's got to be a point for us to kind of sort of stop and focus on going into the studio, mm, yeah. And um, that way, we really kind of just put all our efforts into to you know the album that that we'll be releasing. And uh, that takes time, and you know we want to make sure we pull something some you know good. In order for that to happen, we need to kind of stop going to that submarine and close it. And we're not coming out until we come up with a good good album. Generally, is that how you work? You just keep pounding. Yeah, we keep pounding ideas. Yeah, we might pound like maybe fifty ideas, and mm-hmm. not all of them are going to make it. But right, kill your darlings. Yeah, but we're trying to make sure that you know we're we're pushing every angle, you know, and uh, everybody's input into it. And so once we kind of sort of push it. And we keep pushing ourselves, uh, greatness comes out. You know, Guillermo, who's your favorite drummer? Um, well, did I put you on the spot? I'm sorry. I, I think he was asleep. He was. I wanted to wake you up. That's why. No sleeping in the podcast. No sleeping in the studio. Yeah, what's going on, Guillermo? I'm gonna call you Artie Lang from. <laughs> I'm going to call you Artie Lang from uh, the Howard Stern show. (laughs) Do you remember that? (laughs) 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 He used to be so high uh, off of something and he used to just knock out. But he's naturally high, though. uh, uh, There you go. He is naturally high. I seen the clip and... and, uh, one of the producers were was like hovering the microphone over his face and he was snoring <laughs> and Howard Stern was just talking about uh his snoring. Yeah. It was great. But uh favorite drummer, Guillermo. Favorite drummer? Uh, yeah. Well, I don't Who's really... your inspiration? Who inspires you? Uh yeah, I believe Cam Pennett like uh I mean talking to the mic. I mean, like basically, I like to practice along with like, uh, like the Cure or the Strokes. Okay. Um, just depends on the vibe, you know. But uh, when I first started, I actually played with like, uh, like classic rock. So the Zeppelin, uh, John Bonham is one of the greatest drummers yes, yeah. on this planet. So I you know his son. Uh, I'm sorry to cut no, you off. You know his son is a pretty badass drummer too no i didn't know yeah yeah his son his son plays the drums too nice so yeah. he's in the family yeah i guess yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah but uh so you say uh john bonham uh, uh the drummer from the strokes uh, um, the drummer from the doors uh john densmore uh, yep 
You got Pink Floyd. You know all those artists? Uh, I don't know the drummer from Pink Floyd. I only know uh, Roger Waters, and um, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, pretty much a lot of, like, rock and roll music that pretty much we're going to be playing. Uh, nice. So, like, anything alternative from the 90s, uh, uh, like Deftones. Okay. Deftones is really one of my biggest uh, inspirations. So Deftones? Yeah, they inspired me a lot, so. It's a lot of, like, uh, late 70s and... 80s type of well it's yeah. all all drummers that you like are, are pretty across yeah. different genres of music yeah, exactly yeah okay so i don't just stick to one genre it's, mm-hmm. it could be a mix of variety and it also has to do with like the vibe you know depending how i feel of the day like to tell you the truth like before i start work like i uh i'll put on uh on my uh, on my itunes i'll put a uh, blue monday that's how I start off my day. Is that the one that goes? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. I know that one. Yeah. That, that's a Cure song. Well, who is that? No, that's uh, was it? Uh, Blue Monday. That's uh, um, pull it up, Amber. Now, now I'm falling asleep over here, <laughs> snoring. Yeah. See, like, when, when you're not talking, you Artie Lang scared. number two, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think it's New Order, bro. Yeah, New Order, yeah, there we go. Sorry about that. There it was kind of drifted off a little. You know? That's, That's how I start it. off my day. So yeah. Was, yeah? My brain was over here. So <laughs> let me just <laughs> get back. <laughs> you took it out. You guys are all related, right? Or yeah. related in some way. Um, do you guys have uh, like a background, like family, other family members yeah. that come from music? Like, do you guys come you from can from find my dad on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah. Is uh he goes by the group uh, Super Cuatro, and you can hear one of his songs on there. And uh, he had like a whole like two albums that he like put out. El or uh, cuatro? I think it's uh, number four, yeah. Cuatro? I think yeah. Uh, let me see if I recognize. It's like a now the record label has like a something in the middle. You'll you'll see it. Or if not, if it's probably as. Uh, it's Q U, I think. No, it's cuatro, it's with a C. Is it C? Okay. Yeah, C. It's C. Cuatro. T R O. Cuatro. Yeah, Grupo. Or... Yeah. Is it like Norteño? There it is, right there. Super Cuatro. That's my dad. He, uh, oh, that's cool. Me siento solo. It's kind of like Los Freddy's. Yeah. Like oh, okay. The, that, that era. Me siento solo. Well, there you go. There you go. Salud. <laughs> <laughs> this is every quinceañera growing up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I believe they played at my wedding. 80s. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Do you guys just. Oh, yeah? So in your guys' music, is it just a three-piece, or do you add any other instruments? Um, we It's a three-piece when we play yeah. live, but occasionally we'll have a, a, a keyboard player. Oh, okay. So this last uh, gig, we had uh, Mickey Sanders step in. Shout-outs to her. Um, great keyboardist. Um, she used to play with us back when we were in uh, Cemento. That was the name of the group. And... Um, you know, uh, I kind of gave her, uh, I, I gave her a call and I was like, hey, what are you doing this uh, Sunday? 
nothing way. Hey, do you want to play? And kid you not, she was just like, well, let me see, because I do play a lot. She plays in a lot of different bands. <clears throat> and I was kind of like, oh, man, please, please say yes. <laughs> and she sure enough said yes. I sent her the music, and, like, we never even practiced with her. It's until we got together on Sunday. and Yeah, she's wow. awesome. Yeah. Dang. She, like that, dude. She's a professional, man. Yeah. She's awesome. What was We're looking the, forward to actually doing more gigs with her. What was plan B if she wasn't able to make it to the gig? Oh, Just play without. We're we're like without we, keyboards. We've been a three piece band. Oh, okay, yeah, and we still rock it. Yeah, so that's one of the things that people kind of sort of see us, and they hear the music that we put out, and they're like, "Well, where's the rest of the people?" Mm. Like it's it's just only you three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, you guys are fucking badasses. Like you so guys cool. put it down. So. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing it with a three-piece band, and we still do. Yeah, keyboards. Like it went away for a little while, and then now bands are bringing it back. Yeah, there's a resurgence of this, uh, this style of music that was played in like the early '70s and late '60s with uh, organ. Right, I feel. Yeah, yeah. You see, Chicano Batman. They kind of have that in their in their music. If you listen to them, like you can feel the so who Chicano Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you feel that you know seventies kind of keyboard. Yeah, that's awesome. Deep Purple, uh, whoever their Deep Purple's uh, keyboardist is, freaking amazing. Right, mm -hmm. I can't remember who he is, but he yeah. wasn't wearing your shirt. No, that's for sure. <laughs> That's that's why we forgot him because he yeah, wasn't he wearing the t-shirt. Wearing the t-shirt, oh <laughs> dude, it would have been over. Yeah. What size is that? Because I I like to try it out on the show if it was okay with your <laughs> listeners and stuff. Like and, for one of the gigs, or what? Like when no, we play well, live, or try it on right now, and then <laughs> oh, well, you want to try it out right now, live. <laughs> <laughs> Live. I haven't had that much tequila to take oh, off my shirt. Gonna, if not, you would. I know you would. Become only fans. I know. Amber, you better start collecting. Jesus. All right. Where's that donation? <laughs> the donation uh, bucket, whatever. Yeah, the donation button. Right? <laughs> you, guys, you guys, please donate to Gil's cause. Yes. To the cause. He's helping yeah. the cause. There we go. Oh, what about uh, bass players? Who who do you uh, who do you like when it comes to bass playing? I always resort back to um, the story. first started listening to stuff. So it was uh, James Jamerson, a lot of Motown. He backed up uh, Marvin Gaye a lot. And um, any artist that recorded with Motown, any artist um, looked him up and booked him to record bass for him. So that's why Motown was very consistent mm. with their sound because James Jamerson was on every track, every big hit with Stevie Wonder. He worked with a lot of people in Motown. Oh, okay. Everybody. So it's, it's James Jamerson. James Jamerson. Jamerson. Okay. Nice. Anybody in the, in the rock and roll scene? Rock and roll? I mean, I, I like the Mr. Verdell White for Earth, Wind & Fire. It's funk, you know, it's not it's not rock, but they I've seen them a few times, and I've always liked his playing. Funk was one of my old passions as well. I mean, I'm still big on that. Um, rock, I mean, I, <clears throat> I, I lean more to... Towards towards funk and and funk and oldies and and uh, the old school sound and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. 
That but that has influence in your bass it, playing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Well, he started out with one finger and then he advanced. <clears throat> I think everybody starts with one finger. <laughs> right? One finger one finger on each uh hand. Yeah. I mean right. when I started yeah, playing too. Jefferson was very like one just finger, one. Just for consistency. And mm. that that was I mean, even till now I play faster sometimes with my one finger than with my both. Have you ever tried playing upright bass? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I love the sound. I love the I mean, shout outs to Tio Porfirio and um so we have uh, some musicians that run in the family that play uh, Yeah, they play stand up bass. Oh really? Chirin and a lot of that um Norteño, the old yeah. school stuff and uh well, you know, we're from uh, our family's from Sinaloa, so you know, you hear all that, you know, all all that style of music that you know we've grown up with, rancheras and all that. Do you guys know any uh, Chileno Sanchez? Well, well, we know them, but yeah. we've never attempted to play them. Oh no! But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if we like, you know, try to figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Another thing too, I was because he brought up Pink Floyd. I'm trying to think if there's any other, um. Spanish or Espanol music that has done a Pink Floyd song. I'm trying to think. That's even a thing. Like yeah, like a cover. Like there there's so many bands that that do it. There is a uh there's a whole album of Dark Side of the Moon. You remember who was uh, Leo from I'm sure there's a lot of different um groups. Yeah. Cuz I know like um I mean old groups like maybe Soda Stereo, mm-hmm. they might have done some kind of i found out who they were like maybe a year ago oh my god they're fucking awesome i was like stuck in wasn't i stuck in that for like a good long time the lead singer man the style of playing i mean that's to be honest with you that's kind of sort of what what did it for me oh yeah like as far as that rock and espanol like that's Mm -hmm. where i kind of sort of um kind of um gravitated and i couldn't get enough of it and um you know, um, there's other groups, of course, like, you know, The Doors, The Cure, um, Bajas, uh, the guitarist from Bajas, uh, Daniel Ash. I mean, there's so many different um, good musicians, good guitarists. Carlos Santana, let's not forget him as well, too. I mean, the pioneer, right? Yeah. For Chicanos. Do you think that, um, like, in years to come, there'll be a... a- resurgence of like rock and espanol again because it like i can speak for myself but like in the 2000s like when you know when i was going to school and then 90s like you had all these bands Jaguares, you know anything that you can think of everything but now we've kind of transitioned to it seems like uh they took a pause right yeah so that's what's kind of trending now right right well, I think that that it goes in circles, right? Like it, it's you know, once that's over, then you know you'll see another different style of music come in, you know. But do you think that and that it, bands still, like the reemergence of new bands that are going to play? Like oh yeah, I think yeah, I, I think so. that's still that's still going. I mean, yeah. it's still going strong. I mean, it's, it's just that right now, like of course the the pop world. Yeah, you know, I mean, you got you know reggaeton at the moment, and you know um, Taylor Swift. <laughs> How many times has that not popped up? Right, like it's all over the news, football games. I mean, they're everywhere. But I think that you know, um, 
rock español, I mean, it's still, it's still there strong. I mean, there's good groups out there. Like, there's a band called Zoe. And dude, oh, that was the band. I'm trying, I was trying to think, I was going to ask you, Amber, uh, about that, but, uh, oh, they're awesome. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the main, I started listening to the, the, uh, the front man, his, uh, stuff like on his own is really good too. Yeah. I forget his name. Do you know his name, Amber? Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of it either. I seen them in concert like a few years ago, and I had no idea. <clears throat> I had no idea until I, I have the flyer in in my kitchen right across from where I eat, and I was looking at the fire flyer, just eating my breakfast, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I seen Zoe, and I, I had no clue. Right. And there you go, Leon. Yep. Laurigi. There we go. Gotcha. Is that yeah. a Tropicalia festival? Yes. I was there too, and then uh, oh, they really? Played, and they had a badass set. Yeah, I don't remember it, but I, they must have had a they, must have had a great set. So there was a few artists there still with rock genre mm-hmm. and um, a lot of um, mixed genres. You, you can put rock and ska together. They're like you know siblings or, or cousins and stuff. Yeah, my my, my whole background is ska, and uh, oh, really? Been around that. Oh, for that's cool. The last twenty years or so, but you know, here I am, uh, come full circle and you know get with the cousin of mine's and you know is it like bass and like your bass playing does it have like some uh kind of influence from from like ska riffs until where you play now not really the timing's different right i had to it's on the offbeat i had to adjust yeah because uh, a lot of reggae and traditional it's like one two it's like on the third steady right it, it was different yeah so i had to come back and learn the one instead of the two. Instead. Yeah. So instead of offbeat, I had to get back on beat. And uh, it was an adjustment for sure. Uh, I talked to some of my friends. I was just like, hey, man, you know, 15, 18 years of this. And <laughs> turned around and, and do a little oh, bit thank of you. rock. And uh, yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> and um, I won't talk bad about you anymore. But <laughs> yeah. I hope Who do you like uh, ska bands? Like ska LA, bands? Ska bands. LA. Um, compas, uh, Ocho Calacas, you know, Resistencia, we go back, uh, 20 years or so. Yeah. Ronco Bacoco. They're not around anymore, but shout outs to Alex from Ronco Bacoco and, uh, and, uh, Suzy Q band that was temporarily out to shout outs to them. They, um, you know, they made a good impression on me and, um, shout outs to the old Allen theater there. And, um, uh, we we were there jamming out and selling out that place and uh, lots of love to the restaurant bum fans and uh, just plugging them into um, plugging in. Uh, Are they still playing? Uh, I play bass for them. Yeah, yeah oh, you do. You I'm the, the original bass player. Bass player. The You're the original bass player. Yeah, OG bass player. No fucking way. Yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, so who wrote so so? Is it is it so so? Yeah, so so and. Dang. So-so was a uh, so-so music. The the song mm-hmm. was an uh, old Scalavera song. Different lyrics, though. They called it Nino Huero. Same patterns and all that stuff. They had given it to us. They didn't play that song. And then different lyrics. Same changes, same pattern and everything. Uh, I think we just did the lyrics and a different horn line. So that's the story. Dang. You mentioned well, so-so. That's the, see, that's yeah, the that's story from Ground Zero. Time. I've seen you guys a lot of times. 
Right on, yeah. Those are the, <laughs> some good times. <laughs> well, there's people still now watching us. That, uh, I mean, uh, the crowd is usually a younger oh, crowd. See. You know, lots of love to them. See, and um, That's cool. Yeah. I like, like, Viernes. Uh, they're not around anymore, I no. believe. But um, I, those, are, those are the bands that I, I, I remember. Quince Letras, Viernes. Um, shout out to all them. Almalafa. La Pobresca, friends of ours too. And um, Asael, shout out to Asael. If, and uh, one, he's one of the promoters I want to work with eventually with 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 these guys and um, get us out to L.A. And, um, you know, he, he can plug us into, uh, you know, a rock, ska show and all that because they go hand in hand. I mean, Inspector, they can do a little bit of everything. And, um, and Panteon Rococo, they've done a little bit of everything. I, I feel like it's, you know, it, it, it's goes hand in hand at, at a show. So I was just telling nice that Bill the other day about the Allen Theater because we passed by and yeah. my grandma always lived in the corner. So my grandma lived on Tweety. Tweety. Um, yeah. But I was never allowed to go. <laughs> no, like, you missed, you missed some so, epic. Yeah. Every time that, that, that there was shows and my friends would go, my mom would be like, no, you can't go. So I would try to bribe my grandma whenever I went to go spend the night at her house to let me go because it was literally a block away from her house. Mm. And I never got to go. And finally, when I was like, all right, this is my time. <laughs> and then they closed, they closed. it down. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like you missed devastated. Some, I missed some epic shows so there with uh, like Cerebro, also from the yeah. Inland Empire. Um, oh, La Banda Scalavera not around anymore, but Cerebro is still around. Um, there's still, uh, there's a lot of bands that have come and gone and, uh, yeah. and uh, musicians kind of bounced around to other bands. So, uh, you know, those who have it in their heart to play as long as they can and have the opportunity to play, uh, it's a major blessing. And then, you know, to share and we play for the people and we play, we do it for the fans. I seen shows in uh, South Central and then in East LA was where I used to go to. Yeah. Compton gigs. I remember Compton gigs. Compton Heck gigs, yeah. There was a lot of those and um, they kind of died out and just stayed within these few places. Now um, there's a few venues, uh, but like in Hollywood, uh, Roxy and all these venues, the Wicks, Whiskey, and a bunch of venues that we ran through all those. And uh, I'm sure Carlos yeah, went through I, all those too with went the previous project. Well. When the Key Club was open. Key Club. I don't know if you guys remember that place. Yeah. The Lockbox <clears throat> too? Did you play yeah, in Key there? Club. The Key Club, Whiskey, um, the Rainbow. Remember the Knitting Factory? The Knitting, knitting factory, factory was cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Is so, that it? Uh, the House of Blues right there off of Hollywood Boulevard too. Epic. Yeah, place how so they they treated you really good there, and uh, I've had the chance to play at all three of those. I think the San Diego one. Uh, they had a record store next to it too. Dang. Southgate, this street. Uh, Allen Theater. Was wow. Like really cool. They had a bunch of. It was popping back then. Yeah, it was a. Oh, yeah. of, it was, like, was a theater, songs, right? Or was it, it was a play like, theater where they did plays? Theater, like an actual like um, where they did plays or no? Yeah, Showed movies, right? Yeah, because yeah. they they still had the booth there, and oh, really? They, they had some stuff like a uh, where you bought your popcorn in the front. You walked in, and it was, and then all the seating, classic theater seating, and I'm not sure if you ran in there once, once or twice. Yeah, I've been there. The yeah, scroll cool. down. There's an old uh, sector. What is sector core? Uh, flyer. There we go. Oh. Yeah. How old is that? What does it say? From what is that? 1990. Oh, look at it. It's, what is it called? Scar. 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 Scar.
Oh, that's cool. It has like different uh different years. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, two thousand four, two thousand five, two thousand. There we go. Whoa, that's cool. It's an archive, guys. Dang. You might see Gil's shirt in there. <laughs> Somebody's gonna wear it. Viernes trece. Amber, go to the year that you didn't see uh, Three Bad Jacks. Since you always Damn. talk about that uh, incident, I want to see. I want to see the lineup on that if you can find it, or it's just ska shows. Yeah, click on that one right there. Yeah, oh, the Red Store Bums. There you go. La Muerte. Scurry. Uh, might have that flyer still. Damn, la resistencia. Um, Could you print that out for me though? <laughs> <laughs> this is a cool thing. I don't know. If this yeah, can you can you start? Can you start? Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. So we can go back to it. Heck yeah. Uh, but that's cool. That that's uh. So that's basically his background. That's a fact. Wait, so. They still play. We have a show uh, coming up with those guys uh, with um, uh, Chencha and and Resistencia in a few weeks, like two weeks, I think, in LA. The Catch One venue. Yeah, we're going. Yeah. Monsters of Ska or something. Okay. What was that big Ska festival? Uh, It it was like the. Does it, does it like Skaland or some shit like that? Skaland? Yeah. No, there was a Scotland. There was an Inland Empire, but uh-huh. there was one in um, downtown LA, right? Yeah, the Scar, Wa- Scar, Scar Wars. Scar Wars. Yeah. And then uh, everybody was here. We played with Maldita. Yeah. Had, uh, bands from Europe. Dang, really? Dinamo, Dinamo Ska. They're great. A band from Spain. And uh, everybody was there. Damn, dude. That was every band that was. Yeah, that was the biggest. When, I think, of, when I think of Scar, I think of. One show in particular. Where you um, lost your shoe? No. That one? No. It wasn't any. <laughs> we all lose well, our shoes. You came out all dusty. And <laughs> all dust. dusty. And oh, yeah. My hair off. No. You show up all nice and clean. The... You come out. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your, your shoes like are brown. Right in a corner. Like right in a corner. And Ooh. people were waiting in line to get in. And it was by a bus stop. And a homeless person had taken a dump. I guess like earlier Jesus. that day or right the day there? before, and you stepped on it. I didn't. <laughs> okay. But there was it was huge. So when they opened, it, it was a huge. People were like trickling in, and I guess they didn't see it shit. or whatever. But oh, everyone no. was stepping in shit. And by the time we got there, it was already like skid marks. But oh, all inside oh. the venue, people were skanking, and it smelled like yeah. That must have been. That was probably that stinky ass show we played in, like that. It's like I remember that yeah, one. One chop house where they stole cars and they were like chopping them up right there while we were playing. <laughs> Some guy was just, you know, all the VIN numbers and taking all that shit out and uh-huh. taking Damn. doors off, chopping cars up. Damn. While we were playing, we we're just like, hey, what's going on back there? It's like, don't even look. Like, don't worry about it. Why is that car in half already? And like, <laughs> chopping cars. That's crazy, man. That's wild. Stories, stories. Yeah. We got a lot. Got a lot. Oh yeah, and it's so. it, it's it's crazy how it's a uh, full full circle. Like, yeah. but like it's at the beginning, world. at the beginning, we when we were like actually doing this, he was a little kid trying to just you know 
come to my practices mm-hmm. and to see him kind of sort of you know go from one point to the next and um we got to play a few times with 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 the red restore pumps as well too and so that was kind of so sort of surreal like it was cool you know to see the you know the stage where they started and where he was at at the moment and it was it was awesome and to that, to that you know i owe a lot to uh, carlos here and um that was um much respect and love you know to get to throw a a brand new bass or guitar in my hands and trust me with that even though it dropped a few times and um <laughs> and um you know now i have my sons with instruments in their hands and i'm pushing them you know and being a little tough on them but they have their stuff and um you, you know another generation so yeah we're bringing the next generation there we go so when it comes to frontmen, uh carlos who's your inspiration um well i got a few a, a couple of of uh like robert smith from the cure um i really kind of sort of grew up a lot watching you know him do his thing and there i every concert i went to it was guy sounded like the record like the cd like i, I couldn't even believe it like it was there like is, is this thing like is there a cd playing back there or something what's going on here bro like but every time man they man they put they put it down and to see that it was just uh, a driving force for me are they still playing Do you yeah know? they just they? finished their tour really yeah they played out here at the uh, rose bowl mm. yeah yeah we were trying to get tickets but it, it was kind of hard yeah do yeah. they sell out really quick when you have a a job mm-hmm. you know you gotta work first but not only that, but they were having issues no. with like a uh, ticket master. Yeah, they like were that, actually. So. Really? Yeah. And then at at the end, it was just kind of like, you know what? Screw it. We'll watch it on YouTube. <laughs> did they live stream it or something? Or yeah. is it? Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. Did you have to pay for the live streaming, or is yeah, it? Yeah, someone it was, was someone was doing it for free. It was oh, someone <laughs> in there. Damn, that's how they do it, huh? Yeah. I was at the Paramount Swap Me when I was able to do this. You're looking for my shirt? I was shopping for the shirt. And what do you know, man? Uh, the cure at the Hollywood Bowl. That's awesome. Uh, one more question before uh, we get you guys out of here. Uh, so you guys are going to be heading into the studio for the next couple of weeks, months. Uh, we'll say a couple months. Um, yeah, we're gonna dive into it and uh, start working on our second album, and um, this one should be a little more. Um, I think uh, I think a little more exciting because all three of us will be actually inputting it. You know, we'll we'll have everybody's input. Kind of like the first album was just kind of some stuff that I kind of wrote, and with this next album, you know, we'll all pitch into it. So it should be, you know. It should be very, uh, very great. So you guys been playing for about two years, right? So what's the what's the goal in the next five years? Have you thought about that? Um, well, I mean, I haven't really kind of sort of gone too far with it because I always try to kind of stay within within my, mm-hmm. you know, within my uh, how can I say it, within my time zone, I guess, if I can make any sense of it, mm-hmm. but. You know, we, you know, we want to be able to, uh, you know, continue to, you know, rock and rock out 
places and, 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 and play big venues, you know? I see something big for us coming soon. It's just, you know, I think we're in the middle of something that we need to, like, you know, um, put together with, you know, the talent that we all bring to the table. And um, it should be a very interesting, you know, next couple of years for us. If you can think of any venue that you would want to play in the next three years, what venue would it be? Packed, sold out. Pack sold out. Maybe House of Blues for me, probably. Yeah. 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 All three of them. Or two. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm good with that, too, as well. House of Blues. <laughs> House of Blues. Shout House out. of Blues. House of Blues, yeah. get us in. Yeah. <laughs> Guillermo, are you are you on that one, too? Yeah. I'm down for anything. <laughs> yeah, it's not with my man. Uh, I'm just, I'm just hey, making sure you're alive hey, over dude, there. I, I think uh, he was asleep there for a minute. <laughs> and we woke him up, and he was like, sure, yeah, whatever they say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's good with me. <laughs> All right, one one more time for me before he, Heredos. Jesus Christ. Heroes. We should have just gave just you the mic, just say Amber. Heroes, bro. Heroes? Heroes del Sol for you. For the No Sabos. Yeah, for for the No Sabos. For the No Sabos. Heroes del Sol. Heroes del Sol. Thanks guys go. for coming out. I yeah. really appreciate no, th- it. Thank you for having us, man. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, so go ahead and uh, tell us where we can find you and what you got coming up. Sure. You can find us on Instagram, um, on all the platforms, uh, YouTube as well, too. Go check it out. Um, stay tuned for our next album uh, sometime next year. And uh, shout outs to Obsidian Rise Record, Two Souls on Fire, Gil, The Mind Buzz, Gil's shirt that uh, he's about to uh, get ready to sell pretty soon. Remember, if it doesn't have two L's, don't buy it. There we go. So, yeah. Please follow us. Our website, yes. Uh, check out our website, Eros del Sol. You'll see it. You'll, you'll, you can see videos. You can see all kinds of good stuff there. And then you'll be posted on the upcoming gigs as well, too. We should have some, well, we have some gigs out lined up for next year. Uh, I think it's a Cinco de Mayo event. And then we have something in the works for, I believe, the Whiskey Go-Go as well, too, sometime in August next year. So stay tuned and uh, follow us. It was El Sol. Listen up. Keep your ears wide open. Shout out to Alonzo and Isaiah. Love you guys. Oh, yeah. Shout out to uh, my beautiful wife, Annabelle, and my beautiful kids, Zoe, Zulema, Monty, or Montezuma, actually. And shout out to my uh, parents as well, too. Love you guys. Yeah, shout out to all my brothers and sisters. Uh, love you guys. And thanks for all the support. Cool. Right all the links to Heroes uh, del Sol will be down in the show description. Heroes del Sol will be down in the show description. There you go. You got it, bro. Ladies and I gentlemen. Mean, it only took like, what, almost uh, an hour? About an hour. And some change? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> huh? Eros. Oh, why didn't you say that? Eros del Sol. Eros del Sol. There you go. You should have just said that. Wow. Hey, all the right. The H is silent. Hey, you got it. Yeah. Boom. See you guys in the next one. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Mind Buzz podcast. Subscribe to the Mind Buzz YouTube channel and watch full podcast episodes. 
Keep up with the hosts, guests, and upcoming events by following The Mind Buzz on Instagram at The Mind Buzz. See you on the next one.